welcome to the Inclusive Networker Podcast, where we make network marketers, small business owners, and solopreneurs aware of blind spots that could be keeping their networks and businesses small. We give them tips and simple, practical tools to make their businesses more inclusive, and we teach our listeners how to build inclusive communities that support diverse customers, team members, and business partners. So if you want to authentically build relationships with diverse communities of customers or business partners, you are in the right place. But be warned, you will be challenged. But here's the thing, you won't be judged. I'm your host, Dr. Ramona. I'm a speaker, coach, consultant, public health professor, wife, mom, and a fierce challenger of broken systems that keep people from reaching their highest potential. I'm so excited to be with you on your journey to becoming an inclusive networker. Let's jump right in. Networker Podcast family. I am so excited that you are here. If you have not been a part of the Inclusive Networker Podcast in the past, I am Dr. Ramona. I'm a diversity, equity, and inclusion speaker, coach, consultant. And what I do is I help network marketing and direct sales companies strategize on how they can really connect with diverse consultants and communities. And I help network marketers and direct sellers to make sure that they can build diverse networks and so that they all can really compete in the global marketplace. That is so important. Diverse communities are really, really important. They are booming right now. They are the ones that are spending money and it is so important for us to be able to connect with them authentically so that we are able to compete in the global marketplace. Our world is becoming more diverse and it is so important uh, for you to get this down so that you can ensure that you have a place, the strategy, the things that you need to support diverse consultants and diverse communities. And so I am excited because I am starting the ROAR series. So I told you all at the beginning of the year that my word for the year is ROAR. ROAR stands for Recruitment onboarding, accountability, and retention. It is so important that we get these things right, that we understand diversity, equity, and inclusion, and how we incorporate DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion principles into how we recruit people. How do we onboard them? How are we holding ourselves and our team members accountable? And how do we retain our people? Because we are tired of this revolution door in network marketing. So let me tell you why um, I came up with Roar. So I'm going to start this with some words from Katy Perry, because I think this is so, it is so spot on with what I was thinking and I was feeling as I was trying to um, think about the strategy and the systems and something that was easy for you all to remember as it relates to um, DEI strategy in your inclusive marketing. So here's what Katie says. I used to bite my tongue and hold my breath, 
scared to rock the boat and make a mess. So I sat quietly. Yes. Do you feel this already? I sat quietly, agreed politely. I guess that I forgot I had a choice. Mm. I let you push me past the breaking point. I stood for nothing. So I fell for everything. Come on and preach, Katie. So you held me down, but I got up. Hey, already brushing off the dust. You hear my voice. You hear that sound like thunder gonna shake the ground. You held me down, but I got up. Hey, get ready because I've had enough. I see it all. I see it now. But I got the eye of the tiger, a fighter dancing through the fire because I am a champion. Who is a champion on this podcast today? I am a champion and you're going to hear me roar louder, louder than a lion because I am a champion. And you are going to hear me roar. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> You're going to hear me roar. And so I came up with roar, um, not because I just heard this song, but because so many of us have lost our voice. And when I was trying to teach people and to help them to understand how to speak up for diversity, equity and inclusion, I realized that so many people did not have their own voice, much less speaking up for somebody else. And so channeling the words of Katie, right? We have got to stop biting our tongue, holding our breath, scared to rock the boat and make a mess. Quit sitting quietly, agreeing politely because it is time to make sure that your company, it is time to make sure that your team is prepared for the diverse people, the diverse world that we are coming into. And so I am starting this series roar so that you not only learn how to speak up, but how, but you learn these strategies again for recruitment, onboarding, accountability, and retention so that you can ensure that you have the strategy to excel in the global marketplace. So let me tell you a little bit about war. First, recruitment, okay? What is your lens? What is your bias? So often, People are thinking that they are recruiting themselves. I wish I had someone like me, someone who would work as hard as I do. Some, and then we end up recruiting people that even look like us. So have you ever seen a network marketing company or a network marketing team where everybody looks the same? That is because we have recruitment bias. We are looking at things through our own lens. So what is your lens? What, what do I mean when I say lens? Lens is your background. It is how you shaped, how you approach people, how you approach circumstances. So for me, I am a uh, African-American woman who was raised in the deep South. I was raised at the corner of black and blue. So what does that mean? I was raised, of course, in an African-American family, but my dad was a cop. 
So I didn't get to have these experiences that are negative, right, with police officers. When I grew up, all I knew was love from the PD, right? I would go in. I could say, hey, buzz me back. And I'll go back there. Everybody shows me love. I go to my dad's office, right? But as I grew up, I realized that that wasn't everybody's perspective and that something needed to change, even though that was my perspective, right? I've navigated life with a chronic disease. So I understand what it's like to be in healthcare systems and to feel like you don't have power, right? So all of these things have shaped the way that I approach the world. So when we think about network marketing, often we see somebody who doesn't look like us, who doesn't think like us, then we automatically kind of write them off and say, well, they're not a fit. They don't fit my culture. They don't fit with what I think my team is going to do. And and some of that's okay, right? You If, if somebody just doesn't Uh, jail with you, then that's okay. But sometimes we have so many biases that we just completely block out people who are, who would be absolutely wonderful if we would just open our minds and be able to think past our own lens. So we are going to talk about what are some blocks that you have for recruitment? What is happening that is keeping you from recruiting a diverse team and from recruiting people authentically? Okay. Do you interact with diversity, right? Do you gather diverse perspectives? So those are the things that we're going to talk about when we come to the recruitment. So we're going to do a lesson on our recruitment. What are your biases? What is keeping us from recruiting people? What is keeping us from attracting people who are not like us? Okay. Now let's move on to onboarding. So what happens? Typically we recruit for diversity and we onboard for conformity. Let me tell you that again. We recruit for diversity and we onboard for conformity. So what am I saying? We tell people everybody can succeed in network marketing. Everybody has a chance. Everybody can do great. No matter who you are, we want you to be diverse. We're trying to recruit diverse people. We want our team to look diverse. But then when people onboard, we give them these rigid systems that keep them like whoever is the leader or whoever is the majority. And we don't allow them to be themselves. We say you must conform in other in order to fit this system or those people are, they don't feel like they belong. They end up leaving. We have this revolving door. So what are some things that you need to do in your onboarding process? Okay. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to pick one system. What is a system that you have that we can follow through your business and follow it through different perspectives? So how does that work? for a uh, single mom? How does it work for an African-American woman who's 40? How does it work for a um, woman who is Hispanic who's 25? Okay, 
they would have different ways of interacting with their communities. But if you give them a rigid cookie cutter system, it's not going to work. And so we have to think about how we're onboarding people and how we're looking at their lives and how, yes, we have a general framework, but that framework is there to it's adjustable, right? It, it's adaptable to other communities, to things that don't um, necessarily fit right into the majority community. Okay. So we're going to talk about onboarding and making sure that you understand that. Then we're going to talk about accountability. How do you hold not only your team members accountable, but how do you hold yourself accountable for this um, inclusive culture? Because we can recruit people all day. I always say you can recruit all 31 flavors, but if you recruit them and you don't have the freezer, right, to keep those 31 flavors cold, then you are going to have them melting. And that's why you're wondering, why do my team members not work, right? Why do diverse team members not work in my team? Because I got all 31 flavors of ice cream, but I didn't have the freezer, to keep them going, right? To keep them in the form that is going to be most productive. And so we have to think about how do I hold them accountable? How do I hold my team? How do I hold my company accountable for these inclusive systems so that we're not doing this performative allyship where we're saying, yes, we're going to put up something on Martin Luther King Day that says we support Martin Luther King and we support diversity, right? No, how are we putting those things into action? That is what is important and that's what we want to do. So how do we hold ourselves accountable? Um, Because people are tired of diversity, equity, and inclusion trainings. I'm telling you right now. They are no longer saying, oh, yes, let's do all this DEI training. We want to see action. We want to see action from your company, from your team. And so let's talk about what are the things that you're going to do to be held accountable? So that's the, that's the A in ROAR. Then we're going to talk about retention. How do you retain those people? What's the freezer that you have the 31 flavors in? Okay. So when we talk about retention, we want to talk about gathering the perspectives of individuals who have been in your programs. Now, this is something a little different. Okay. This is going to be a little different. So, I want you to go talk to people who didn't make it, not the ones who are doing great. Who are the people that did not do well in your team? You need to talk to them and ask them, what were some of the issues? What problems did you have? What were your perspectives? And get them to help you to shape your systems. When we come to people and we tell them it's only 15 minutes a day. Well, what if they came from another country and they need to uh, work two or three jobs to send money back. They can't see where that 15 minutes comes from. How are you going to deal with them, right? When we talk about our incentives, when we have people that are that same person that came from another country that's going to be on your network marketing team, they are not concerned with jewelry and, um, you know, even probably going on trips, They want to know, how am I going to make this money consistent so I can send it over to grandma and mama back in this other country so that they can live? They got to live. It's not about all these other things. And so how do we ensure 
that we are retaining people and not putting our ideas of work-life balance, our ideas of how things can work in our very supported um, lifestyles, right? That we have all the the people to help us and we're not um, being a caretaker for anyone and any other family. You know, we have got to start to think beyond our own very small lens. And so here's what we're going to do. I am going to start the roar. It is the roar series. I'm also going to do the roar, learn and launch. That roar, learn and launch is going to be on Wednesdays. Click the link in my Instagram bio. Go follow me on Instagram so that you can learn to roar. So hang out here in the podcast. Listen out for the roar series. I'm going to go through each of those letters of roar recruitment onboarding, accountability, retention. We are going to make sure that you get this down for your team and then hop in the roar, learn and launches. They are going to be on Wednesdays and that is going to be something that is going to launch, launch the diverse networking in your business and help you to really thrive in this global marketplace. This global marketplace is diverse And it is ready for you to be prepared and to open yourself to diverse perspectives. And so I am so excited to come to you with the Roar series, the Roar Learning Launch. And you know, I'm always cheering you on. See ya. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Inclusive Networker. You can find out all the information for our fabulous guests today in the show notes. But don't forget to subscribe to The Inclusive Networker podcast and to look out for a new episode each week on YouTube and wherever you enjoy your podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ramona. And as always, remember, I see you and I'm cheering you on. And I dare you to defy limits. See you on the next episode of The Inclusive Networker.